surfs up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. And challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the surfing experience and ability transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a surfing experience and ability transferometer. What here supposes up, Buzzy? The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast we're aware of, which bask in the warm technicolor glow of sitcom vigilantism, which is Batman 67. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Brady. Today, we are watching Season 2, Episode 54, Batman's Waterloo, directed by James B. Clark. With story by Leo Townsend and Pauline Townsend, and teleplay by Stanley Ralph Ross. This episode and music originally... by ABBA. Yes, um, this episode originally aired March 9th, nineteen sixty-seven, and as you may have not, not been able to tell by the title, features special guest villain King Tut as played by Victor Buono. Our one-sentence Wikipedia summary says. King Tut kidnaps a socialite, believing her to be the reincarnation of Cleopatra, tries to drown Batman, who is locked in a sarcophagus, and makes plans to boil Robin in oil. And Don't try this home, home, kids. His plan to drown Batman is in like a small kid's waiting pool. Yeah, that's that's my first note here, because the recap, Desmond Doomsday is really trying to crank up the tension, and he's like... Batman's gonna die. Batman, Two feet of water. Who saw that coming? Said, they said five feet of water. Yeah, he's he's down in five feet of water. And my first note is five feet underwater, my ass, doomsday. <laughs> he's like, this is like a foot. This there's like thing. if there's maybe Go ahead, two sorry. inches of water on there's maybe two inches of water on top of the sarcophagus, which again is enough to kill you. I mean, I'm not saying, but you don't need to dial up the Dial up the stakes by lying to us. We can see that it's not under five feet of water. This whole thing reminded me of an episode of the Golden Girls where Blanche said she was going to go lay in a bath lay in a bathtub filled with just enough water to cover her perky breast. And Sophia said, <laughs> You're only gonna sit in three inches of water. <laughs> oh, Sophia. Uh... <laughs> Why did they give the lady who who was nothing in that cast the best lines? I don't know. I thought Sophia was great. I mean, but I mean, pedigree wise, you had the chick from Maud, and you had Maud herself, and you had Betty White, and then you had some lady we cast. Yeah, who Estelle Getty wasn't older than the other Golden Girls, right? I think she was younger than all of them. Yeah, and she played the. The oldest lady, the mom. Yeah, oh. Sophia is excellent. I'm not. This is not let's bash Sophia cast. In fact, I would boycott that show. But I'm just saying, you got B. Yeah, Arthur, like and you got the lady who played Blanche, whose name's not coming to me right now. Rue McClanahan. Rue. Yeah, yeah. And Betty White, and then some lady. That's true. Welcome to Golden Girls cast. Yeah. 
next episode we're going to talk about stop or my mom will shoot <laughs> i actually watched the next episode last night thinking it was the one we were doing today and batman fights a golden girl so oh perfect well spoiler alert yeah tune in next time folks but first i guess we should talk about this episode um desmond doomsday ends his recap here by saying most incredible occurrences are yet to come incredibly and just the way he said it made me think maybe he just learned about the word incredible it was his word very adventure yeah or and then it made me think of inflammable means flammable who knew (laughs) (laughs) it's like lenny's word of the day calendar that he abuses (laughs) i like it yeah, they I were really kind of selling this. I was watching this one and then the next one, and I was thinking, at some point, season two, the wheels just kind of came off on the show. This is, I think this is it. I could point to this episode, I think, with the, we'll get into it, like the weirdness of it and setting up season three and just random silliness. But this this could be the beginning of the end. Yeah, and definitely, if not this one, then the next one. Well, and I haven't seen that yet. Don't ruin it for me. Oh, okay. Because I only watched, I watched the correct episode. Well, what I so, said about it in text to you will make much more sense when you see it later. Yeah, well, I assumed you were watching ahead. That's why, but I didn't realize you were going to spring it on me that yep. you were going to skip an episode. All right. Well, well, I was already to skip an episode and jump right into it and just bitch for like 40 minutes. So you're spared <laughs> of that this time, listeners. Yeah. Well, my favorite part, once the episode begins here... Uh, King Tut has a line to Robin because he's getting all squirrely. Uh, and he says, don't work yourself into a flap, Spunky. And I thought that was a... <laughs> I, my my nose, I'm going to use that when I see a woman getting upset. <laughs> I feel like that's a good line to use to, you know, calm, or a, a, calm a lady man down. Like Burt Ward. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Uh, the jealous lady is jealous here. Like, what do we need that? Uh, what do you need that? Uh, that other lady for when you got me? Yeah, like this lady who started out last episode, basically pointing out how small and weird looking King Tut's wing was. Now she's all, "What do you need her for?" Yeah, and we get into that later too. It was she really turned a corner in this episode. Uh, the lady uh, who's, who's Cleopatra, or who he thinks he she is Cleopatra because he has a violent brain brain bleed. That's a tongue twister. Um, she's the daughter of famous Gotham socialite John E. Carson. So fingers crossed, Johnny Carson shows up to save the day. Yes. Also, uh, played by Lee Merriweather, who played Catwoman in the Batman movie. That is Lee Merriweather. Yes, and by the end of this episode it's painfully obvious that she should be Catwoman. She is so much better than Julie Newmar. Uh, I didn't realize that was her, but I can't, I can't unsee it now. Yeah. I didn't recognize, I didn't really realize it till the scene at the end. And then I was like, that lady looks familiar. So then I waited for the credits and I was like, con it. That's Lee Merriweather. I don't mean to upset anyone by saying she was better than... I know Julie Newmar is is the Catwoman to the current Batman fans, but... You're going to get docs now. Yeah. Well, Justifiably whatever. so. Yeah. I don't know. Lee, You're going Lee to Mary his Weather house! Is, 
is a pretty lady. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to his house to avenge a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> And, and and her son with Down syndrome. <laughs> that, that reminds me of a story, but now's not the time. So, <laughs> uh, the next scene here: Alfred's cleaning the uh, the Batmobile tracking map. It's double labeled for some reason. When yeah. all of a sudden he hears a noise, the unmistakable noise of dots and dashes which can only be morse bat code on the wireless bat transmitter for bat emergencies only see you can tell alfred's a competent adult because he goes there if i had been in his place i would have been like the bat computer has gained sentience it is now r2d2 <laughs> yeah but again this is the silliness here as as we go through this episode continues like we've seen things before but to have a machine labeled the morse bat or though sorry the wireless bat transmitter for bat emergencies only is is teetering on the brink of okay we've given up on yeah any, it's too much any attempt at being serious this is like over there's the definitely a line and they crossed it not necessarily in this episode but they they they're like well past it in this episode i think they crossed yeah. it some time back well, they were always teetering on the line. Like, this has never been a, a serious, dramatic show. But, merciful heavens, this episode is, like, passed out at a party and woke up well on the other side of the line, you know? And really, any episode you watch crosses the conceptual line of Batman to where even when you see, like, Christian Bale yelling about how he's not wearing hockey pads, it becomes funny in retrospect. <laughs> That's true. Um, so Alfred jots down the Morse code here. Uh, the next scene from here is in the throne room. Uh, now again, we've established King Tut is trying to be W.C. Fields in weird cases, but I get a I get a Belushi vibe from him here. Yeah, where he's, he's predicting he's talking... John Belushi. John Belushi yeah. saw this and was like, "That's my personality until I overdose." Yeah, basically. He calls Cleopatra a party pooper, and he's like, come on, baby. Like, look at my weird wiener or whatever. And she's <laughs> like, no hands. thanks. Crates his hand yeah. back to slap her, and she's really concerned. Yeah. So he's like, well, that's it. If I'm not getting any, let's go to the royal boil room or the royal oil boiling room, and we're going to boil some oil and do some shit. <laughs> Work off Which some is so much sexual more frustration compressed than the actual like meandering gibberish dialogue that they actually say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to write that all out, but um while this conversation is going on, Alfred is already at the skylight spying. So he like ninja magicked his way here <laughs> after receiving that that Morse code thing. out of a building. Yeah. Undercover butler style. I feel like if you made like a hack of Ninja Gaiden, but it was Alfred, that would explode on the internet. Oh, that's a license to print money right there. Yeah. He just walks up buildings. Oh, and there could be a... Uh, there could, there should be a way where he can go undercover. <laughs> yeah. That would be a better... They should make the Hitman game. You know how you can like uh, wear costumes and sneak around and stuff? That 
should be an undercover Butler game. But with Napier as Alfred, yeah. Like it's not not like it's just a generic Alfred. No, this is Alan Napier. Yeah. And he's always gotta like solve dummies. Yeah. And he always seems annoyed by it when he gets his cases. Like, oh, that's happening, huh? (laughs) What a world. (laughs) It's taking the trope of the hitman that doesn't want to do it anymore and turning it on its ear because he's just like, oh, not this shit again. He like, doesn't make it a grown up case. It's just stupid and tires of them. Mm-hmm. I got myself locked in a sarcophagus under five feet of water. Can you help me? <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> this is hardly five feet, sir. <laughs> yeah, Alfred gets there and he's like, five feet of water, my ass. <laughs> exactly so he saves batman here you see him we don't get to see them opening the sarcophagus or anything he just like flips the lever and lifts it out of the five inches of water probably because it was immensely Um, unimpressive (laughs) yeah again it's an it's just visually silly it's you can you can drown The, the thing is submerged in the water there's no oxygen like that's that it's the same death trap it's just you know, again, visually less impressive. It's visually very unimpressive, yes. I mean, it's hard to describe how visually unimpressive it is. But they shoot it over tell by our tone. It more impressive, but it doesn't work. No. Yeah, it's it's still it's still a kiddie pool at the end of the day. I'm more impressed by the raising and lowering mechanism. They should have focused on that. <laughs> it's a technological marvel. Um, so on the trip to the oil boiling center, uh, they're chatting. They're in the back of this truck, which is the size of a small room, which is lovely. It's great for the <laughs> camera. Uh, Lisa Carson, AKA Cleopatra is like, Hey, uh, Instead of marrying me, why don't you ask my dad for some money? He's really rich, and he'll pay a ransom, and then I don't have to marry you, and we could just, like, this could just be over. We don't have to do any of this stuff. You've burned through God knows how much money just running this van, so you probably need that money. Yeah, and he's like, "Mm." and then his two goons, which, again... I can't believe they tried to pass these two off as college students because they're <laughs> approximately 60 years old. In the next one, there's a joke made about how old Black Widow's goons are and they all talk about their many failings and it's like, this is kind of depressing. <laughs> this is pretty well, they really hit, They really hit the nail on the head there. Yes, these these general, these are the oldest college students. Like, like they did something in their lives, like they saved a cat from a tree or something. So a university gave them like an honorary degree <laughs> in firefighting. And yeah. these are the, t- they're, but they were like 90. That's the age of the, yeah. That's the type of college students we're dealing with here. They were like, can I use my GI Bill money to go to college in 1967? No, why didn't <laughs> use it before? Oh, because of the draft dodging. <laughs> but through a loophole, I have it now. Yeah, but they're talking about GI Bill money from World War One. You know, <laughs> they're pretty old. So he says, "Silence, tutlings." Have woodworking class, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm gonna build a flywheel. 
Silence, tutlings. <laughs> That's what he says to silence them. Uh, now we cut back. We get a dramatic scene with Alfred saving Batman. And they really, like, dial up the intensity between these two. It's like, oh, I thought you were dead, sir. I almost was. I put myself in a trance. And I was going to take her being Batman and, you know, accomplish your entire mission in a night or two. Yeah, I was concerned. I thought he was going to, like, try to give him mouth to mouth here. And I was like, whoa. Like, that's the that's the level of intensity they had dialed up here. Alfred's but, not going to do that. He's not getting paid no. enough for, to go to that. No, extreme. he'd let him die for sure. Yeah. He'd definitely let him die. I Although tried. he is getting he is getting paid more than, than Robin, I think. So... Yeah. So yeah, I put myself in a trance. Uh, that's how I was able to go for over an hour without oxygen. Then he like, says, oh, no. did you know there's an Indian guy who was buried for three years and he put himself in a trance and he was fine? No, because that didn't happen. Yeah, but he says it did, so I guess it did. Stop making Cause... shit up. We know you're, This is how we know you're really Bruce Wayne. <laughs> the funniest conversation with Batman. He uh, involved himself in random stuff and is pretty useless. I think he might be Bruce Wayne. There's a scene coming up where like, he admits he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And it was pretty great, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and then, now we're still in the back of the truck here. We're back in the back of the truck. They phone John E. Carson and ask him for a ransom. And they ask him for $8,300,487.12. And instead of getting Johnny Carson to go, Ahoy! they hired some <laughs> weird character actor who's just as charming. Yeah, he was. Uh, they didn't even have Ed McMahon here being like, Oh, sir, ho, 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 that's a <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> 12 cents. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> you can't buy liquor for 12 cents. <laughs> I'm Ugh, tried. <laughs> Ugh, how about I uh, give you the 12 cents and I owe you the rest? Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, he's got a, well, it's because, and then he, this is where he drops the everything and just his full WC Fields. And he's like, well, it's the, the mortgage on the pyramids. Uh, that interest rate over 3,500 years is really added up. It's like, uh, yeah, find something sad to say, King Tut. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna let you improvise. Say the saddest thing you can think of for this character to say here. I'm behind on my mortgage and really need to eat. I'm thirty five thousand years in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, fine, I'll pay you, whatever. Uh, back in the Bat Cave, Batman is just mixing chemicals randomly, and I, at first, before he explains what he's doing, I thought he was just like. I'd rather uh, rather mix these chemicals around than try to figure out where Robin's at. Just waiting for him to die. Then this I'll go is back the scene to I was talking about where Alfred asked him what he, what's, what he's doing, and Batman says he doesn't know. <laughs> well, yeah, he he does. He's he's like I'm apothecarically chemicalizing these vials to boost science. Yeah. Uh, Basically, he's mixing a chemical to neutralize boiling oil. Yeah, is what he says he's cold, doing. Cold water or ice or something. Yes. No, don't add cold water. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Can't add cold water to a grease fire. Are you crazy? Yes. That's gonna. Yeah. Don't. Oh my goodness. Don't do that. 
that's I a something. Th- don't do that. That's a don't do that. You can baking soda or something to put out the fire or just cover it up. My goodness, don't put water on a grease fire. You'll burn your kitchen down. Oh, okay. I learned something. A message so did our listeners. Not from Batman, yeah. though. Oh my goodness. There's more. I've got more about that later when we see the the oil, because that's dangerous. Oh. But so yeah, but no make baking soda, you're saying. Well, just to put out the fire. I don't know it's gonna do anything about the oil. There's but anyway. He's making oh. a chemical, a magic chemical to turn the oil into foam rubber, which is delightful. Alfred is incredulous here. That's where he's like, uh, how does it work? And he's like, I I don't know. I've never done that this experiment like magic, before. Sir. <laughs> yeah. And then he pours it into like a little capsule. He's like, that little amount? He's like, it's not the size of the boat, but it's the motion in the ocean, Alfred. Or something yeah. like that. It was it was like a oddly yeah. And Good things come wa- in small packages. Home watchers are like, oh, God, this is like a Catwoman episode. Yeah. This is this is where I feel like it's really taking a turn. So the, the bat phone rings while he's here finishing his chemistry experiment. It's Gordon, of course. And he just randomly starts talking about his daughter, Barbara Gordon, who's away at, at college. Yeah. Setting, setting up that girl for next up? season. I thought this was a, that was a last minute decision in season three. Well, that's what I mean, but it has to be because it's weird here. Like, I'm worried she could turn into King Tut, and Batman's like, "Are you retarded? What's wrong with you? You're worried your <laughs> your daughter's gonna get hit on the head at university and think she's King Tut? Why would you think that? That's the dumbest idea. Like, it's dumb enough that this one guy already did that. You really think that's gonna happen? <laughs> Shut up." That's what he says. She's a librarian uh, and she's read many books and has many crazed thoughts in her head. You know, the thought kind. Yeah. Yeah, she thinks for herself, unlike no woman should. This is yeah. the 60s. She thinks she's going to vote. What can we do to stop her? I he tried says, hitting her on the head. Of course, she didn't says, turn into King Tut. Turns out my daughter is Yvonne Craig. And Batman says, that came out of you? All right. <laughs> Miracles never cease. <laughs> uh, remember that time Bookworm shot you? Uh, leave me alone with your daughter. Yeah. So, you fell off the bridge for some reason? <laughs> yeah. You couldn't just get shot. You had to also awkwardly go, and fall off the bridge. Yeah. So, anyway, that weird Batgirl setup thing aside... We get a sequence here that's just also dumb with the radio DJ phone jockey guy. That had to be somebody in production because it goes on forever. It does. And I looked, I saw his name in the credits and I was like, I should look that up. And then I didn't because I don't care. It's but... Bill Dozier's idiot brother who pours water on oil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh... He's burning his house down. He's here on the show saying lines. <laughs> he needs the money for a new house. <laughs> this is really to teach him a lesson. But yeah, so Batman calls him. He's like, hey, I need to, this is Batman. I need to talk on the radio to King Tut. And he's like, you're not Batman. Everyone thinks they're Batman. Uh, and then he asks him some stupid question. And Batman answers it in a made up way and goes into way too much detail. And he's like, all right, 
I guess you're Batman. Also Bruce Wayne. And they're like, okay, all listeners but King Tut, turn off your radios. I have a message for only King Tut. It's like, who's doing a montage of them doing it? But I imagine yeah. doing it not because he asked them to, because this show turned to crap really fast. <laughs> yeah, this show really jumped the shark, they say. Look, so... I just wanted to hear the Beatles sing about nah, nah, or hey, hey. I don't want to hear you babble <laughs> about who you think is Batman. Yeah, this is worse than Chad and Jeremy. I'm out of here. <laughs> and he's like, whispers a message to king tut we don't get to hear what it is then back to the dj and he's like oh strong words for king tut uh if you're just joining us you're fine to turn your radios back on now okay and then king tut calls in he's like oh hold on folks turn your radios off again king tut has a message for batman and he's like bring the money to the royal oil boiling room at the abandoned boiler works in the old boylston section of the city right (laughs) next to the hammock district and (laughs) He says, turn your radios back on after they turn them off. Yeah. Yeah, they can't hear you. Yeah. You just cost the station God knows how many, like, eight listeners. Yeah, you're fired. You're out of here. You idiot. Yeah. We should have so known back, that you're no. hire a guy who threw some water on an oil fire. Yeah. Exactly. Which is, again, I can't stress this enough how dangerous that is. Please don't do that. Oil and water don't mix, as you know. The oil just, like, floats on top of the water and spreads the fire more. Once I'd said a really stupid thing, I remembered that saying. But I didn't know why that was a saying. But now I do. Yeah. Don't put water on a grease fire. So, Surf Kings of Gotham, keeping you safe and alive for over, what, a year? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it has been. Just over a year. Happy anniversary. So Happy anniversary. Now we turn bitter. Yeah, that's right. Wait till we're going to introduce a new character because we're too old to be cute now. Yeah. So we're going to bring in like a nephew. We're going to introduce like... Yvonne Craig. Unfortunately, she's been <laughs> dead for like 20 years, so it's going to get weird. <laughs> well, she doesn't bring much to the broadcast except an odd smell. It's so... dead air. And then we go, <laughs> kill him, Yvonne. Get him. Fuck him up. <laughs> we should do that for next scene or next season so anyway uh in the royal oil boiling room he's like well there should be room in the vat for batman too uh no no there isn't that brings me to another safety tip this thing is way too full the oil's not even boiling yet and it's already at the brim there's no room for anything and it's there's not even enough room for oil you need a much deeper container for deep frying Please don't. And, it's going to just overflow immediately and start on fire. And, Please don't I mean, do It's going to burst into flame if you throw Adam West in there because when he says pure West, he mostly means saturated fat. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's uh, the, the water. So the moisture in your body is just going to escape. And it's that's adding, again, adding water to it, which is what, you know, cooks you. But in this case, yeah, please don't do that. It's, a, there's, it's gonna overflow. Science and Batman or Superman. Adams. <laughs> so I've never even seen that. I went looking for it because I want to know what you're talking about, but I couldn't find. I didn't. I yeah. I gave up pretty quickly. There's Super Friends episodes, and I can't point you to an exact one where he's asked to explain something, or more likely takes it upon himself to explain it, and nobody asks. And the writers didn't know what they were talking about, so he just mumbles and says Adams 
and then mumble some more. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see that someday. It's one of my one of my key memories of Superman is Adams. <laughs> uh, so Batman now is meeting with John E. Carson. Uh, he's got a dollar sign bag here, but it's only got six million dollars in it. Like, yeah, do you think he'd take a check for the rest? Oh, I don't know. We can try it. Great. But this is a weird conversation where he's like, this is all the money I have. And Batman's like, what? I thought you were richer. He's like, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm really hoping to set my daughter up with Bruce Wayne so I can get some extra cash and be rich again. Yeah, there's a whole weird thing here where he's like, I'm going to pay my ransom to pay this ransom to get my daughter back. And then I'm going to sell her to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Bruce Wayne seems like kind of a dweeb, though. I don't know if he should marry my daughter. He, she'd really like to marry someone more like you, Batman. And he's like, well, I'm already married to crime fighting. Yeah, Johnny Carson <laughs> was like, he's going to say to Robin, oh, crime fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he's married to Aunt Harriet. That's Mrs. Batman. Yeah. Oh, that was in the papers. Yes, Mrs. Batman, that lady who's like 80. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after this weird arranged marriage talk, uh, we're back in the boiling oil room. Robin and uh, Lisa Carson, aka Cleopatra, are tied up around a pole back to back. And that jealous girl comes over and like stands in front of them and reaches behind her and just unties them because she's like, "Hey, uh, I need you to get out of here. Uh, King Tut may be fat, lazy, and extremely rude, but he's all I've got." He's the best I can like, do. Yeah, like, don't sell yourself short, lady. I realize you're unmarried and probably 40 in the 60s, and you're like a an old maid, like a weird old spinster now. But you could still do better than King Tut. Yeah. Also, he's stupid. <laughs> yeah. But he's not a communist. Yeah. Or a porn star. Yeah. Um. But then, they, so she unties them and they all like try to sneak away and King Tet immediately sees them. He's like, what are you doing? Seize them. And then the girls get tied up with like a ribbon and and they tie it in a bow. So really, like, and the, the little part on the bow that you can just pull to untie it is like in their hands. But they don't do anything. They just kind of stand there. They don't Robin even try to like... nothing this entire time. He doesn't. He threw like a... There's lots of crates, lots of like balsa wood crates in this place for some reason just for back smacking you know uh and robin they just like pick him up and like what are you doing idiot <laughs> you moron uh, why yeah. does that mean so, keep you you're a political liability yeah and they're gonna I mean, splash oil everywhere right. he's a political liability he's a curse he's a moron but what <laughs> he's not is a communist or a porn star <laughs> he may be a lot of things so uh, the countdown their their county's like they've got like two slave girls ringing a gong doing a 10 second countdown to throw robin in the in the oil which again is going to splash and make a mess and probably start a fire um that's gonna get badly scalded <laughs> yeah which is gonna cause him to yeah maybe he'll be two-faced tut like maybe half his face will burn and he'll be a second villain yeah, he doesn't appear uh, in the show. But during the countdown, uh, the bat bike, the battering ram, breaks through the whole wall. And Batman hops off and throws the pill that he made into the oil. 
which immediately turns it into foam rubber, and that starts a fight. King Tut gets clubbed over the head and just falls into a pile and stays there the whole time. Falls into but, the oil and becomes jerky. Yeah. When it's time for a fight, it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. Sims fighting words. During these fabricated foam rubber fisticuffs, we get awk, biff, whap, zap, and zam. This has been your Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. My favorite part of this fight was when Batman crashes through the wall and then uses a bag full of all of man's money in the world to hit another man in the face. <laughs> yeah, he does. And it just spills out everywhere. And they just hit, there's lots of chairs and crates. Everyone's just hitting each other with stuff. Uh, Except King Tide, Robin. he's sitting down the entire time. Yeah, he's with a brain Ooh. injury. <laughs> yeah, you can see like birds and stars floating around his head, cartoon style. He can see them too and need the immediate help. <laughs> yeah. Not there isn't really much else to this fight though. Like there's a like Robin throws a pretty mean jump kick while Batman like swings him at a guy and he does like a swing on a on a light cord that like kicks a couple dudes or whatever, but really it's there's not a whole lot going on. No. I mean, not much happens this entire episode. We've talked about it for a while, but it's yeah. not action-packed. Like, I can't imagine kids in 1967 watching this and being like, this is high action, but instead being yeah. like, what the hell is this? That's true. Uh, they talked to King Tut here for a minute, and he's like, turns back to, he's like, oh, no, I'm back to professor mode. Have I done it again? Oh, curses. I hope the school understands and I don't get fired and forced to live on the streets. That like a like, bum. It wasn't very good, so it's unlikely. Yeah. And that's kind of it. He's like, Batman says, he's got a dumb line here. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. If you'd have stayed a criminal, you would have been dealt with fairly. Because uh, no man is above the law, and no man is below it. Yeah, he turns to the camera and says, and no man is below it. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it was a stupid line for sure. But that's the end of that. The last scene here, Bruce Wayne is walking Lisa Carson out of a, you know, walking her to her door after a date. And like, oh, sorry, our date had to be two dates because you got kidnapped in the middle. And I didn't stop it because I'm dumb. I contributed nothing the entire time. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's okay. Anyway, here's my door. Uh, you want to come in for cookies and milk and intercourse? And yeah. he's like, no, no, I think uh, I think it's late. It's 10.30, I should go home. And she's like, oh, okay, well, can we hang out again? And he's like, no, I don't think so. Uh, your dad was talking about marrying me off, and I'm not really into that. I don't want to be tied down. That's I'm not afraid what he said, but he's eight like, children, and I'll end up wearing like a giant strap thing across my chest with bottles attached to it. Yeah. Exactly. It's he's he's basically says no. I'm not a you. You'll find find some nice husband someday, but I'm not really husband material. And she's like, bring us well, banana bread. Yeah, and she's like, well, okay then. Uh, are you? That's weird. What a weird thing to say. I didn't ask you to marry me, you weirdo. Uh, she's like, how about one kiss? 
and he's like oh okay and then he kisses her and he's like well i i i could come in for a minute of intercourse and, and so they go yeah bruce this wayne's whole time she's some like women. looking around and darting her eyes like it are are you sleeping with that boy you own like <laughs> yeah yeah what yeah, because again, uh, this is Lee Merriweather, and she is a very pretty lady. She's like, I don't understand what's happening. Let me try this. Lee Merriweather, does that help? Yeah. Get inside now? Yeah, you're going to go back to that old broad and the boy you own? No, <laughs> I'm in for a minute. What's wrong with you? I heard you and were that's... stupid, but I didn't think you were disabled. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of this episode. Okay. All right, it's time it's time to rate this episode on the Batman scale for his effectiveness as a crime fighter. Uh I guess he was pretty good. He made a pill that turned boiling oil into foam rubber. That's kind of cool. Yeah, he did that thing where he's a wizard again. So that's Yeah, and he helpful. and he took over a radio station for a minute to send a message. He got an annoying yeah. guy fired. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he but he didn't do any real real crime fighting cuz it was kind of dumb. I don't know what is he like a 6 or a 7 maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll call it a it, six and a half. It would have been better if Alfred was Batman, but that's always true. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really judge it on that scale. On the Robin scale, for just how crazy that little bastard is, um, again, he wasn't overly, he was, he was hopping around and like bitey a little bit, but he spent most of the time restrained. Yeah. He didn't contribute much. Yeah, he's probably a seven. Yeah. You can't go lower on than the, that. Well, yeah, six is the lowest. Six for is Robin. the lowest he can go. Yeah. On the Warden Crichton scale for progressive penology, where we rate the plot, the plan, the scheme, the scam uh, perpetrated by the villain. Ugh. Oh God, this is lo- this is low too. He just finds a broad that he thinks is kind of hot and kidnaps her. <laughs> like he doesn't really do anything else. It's I don't know. Like there's no real plan here. No, that's maybe a two. Two ish sounds good. Yes. Yeah. Not a great episode. Well, it wasn't. No, there was some good stuff, but like small bits, and they were really jumped the silliness up to another level. Yeah. But I guess we'll see what next time brings when he fights an old lady. As always, you can follow us on. Yeah, well, I don't know. I haven't seen it. As always, you can follow us on Facebook at Surf Kings of Gotham, on YouTube at Surf Kings of Gotham, on Twitter and Instagram at our show on shows, or of course, our show on shows.com. Someday, some way. Till then. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dr. Nick. Sir, King of Gotham.